Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Glitter Boys. Yes. So, as eventually happens in most role-playing games, every now and then, you'll come up against a place where the urge to continue to play your character versus the the odds they're facing and the consequences of them not winning will make you think about a final strike, about going out in a blaze of glory. And I faced that last week and in typical Matthew fashion opted for the blaze of glory. And so this week I wanted to talk a little bit about character death and how to do it in a way you're comfortable with what happens, your DM is comfortable what happens, and you can look back on this character as something you enjoyed and not opportunities lost. And I think that's something really important to talk about because anyone who's been role-playing for a while gets invested in a character. This is someone who you think like for a certain number of hours each week, every other week. This is someone who you've spent a lot of time with. This is a role you've taken on, and it can suck to lose that. But I think it's important that if you lose that in a way that you're comfortable with and in a way that seems fitting, then it, it almost becomes a good thing. Uh, and it gives you a chance to try something new. Now, my character, Abel, was just vastly overpowered <laughs> last week. Uh, he got jumped and he had the foresight to rig himself up to explode. And so we ended our last game with, with that happening. I, I pulled my enemies in close, pulled the ripcord and said, we all go together. And I was okay with that ending. It took me by surprise that I went there. I want to talk about Abel for a moment. Abel, we've mentioned multiple times in this series as Matthew's character in our Chaos Earth turned Rifts Earth game. And Abel is a character that ultimately I really liked. Abel was the character who would do things. He would make things happen. He wasn't an analysis. He wasn't an analysis paralysis type of character. Not a lot of stewing about things. I could always rely upon Abel to move things forward. Even if it wasn't in a direction I wanted it to go or was prepared <laughs> for, at least something would be happening. With the situation of Abel was that he was difficult to plan for and difficult to provide challenges for. Difficult to instill the fear of Rift's Earth into not 100%, but if you are familiar with a trope, there's a character from internet forums that was from back in the day, and this character was designed to ruin Call of Cthulhu, and the character's name was Old Man Henderson. If you are familiar with the Old Man Henderson trope, Abel wasn't that bad, but he simply had a lot of aspects of his character that were difficult for me to plan around, and I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to kill him. In that session, but he was being hunted 
and the, the hunters came and the hunters had the ability to get in really close to him and not have him know because they were just that good. And they had captured him and were starting to tear apart his army. It's like, well, fuck this. Boom. And it took me by surprise. I was like, I couldn't finish the session at that point. We, we ended early because I was like, I don't know what to do here. I, I have thoughts on killing characters. We'll get to that later. Back to you. A, I think I got off lucky. I thought you were going to say Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the uh, Call of Cthulhu character that you mentioned, but... And I don't mean it as an insult, because Old Man Henderson is kind of a fuck you character. There are some similarities, but again, it's not a 100% thing. It's just there are things that Abel could do that were, you know, like, oh, well, shit. Uh, I didn't plan for that, but you got me there. <laughs> kind of yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to like uh, memorialize him too much. I, I wanted to talk more about how, how, how you should let go of a, a character. I, whenever I run a game and whenever I feel that I can influence a game, I will set up ways to die in a memorable way. Doing, doing the most good. I, I normally play a good aligned character. I think I've only played an evil character twice, and I didn't much enjoy it. That's not escapism for me. Yeah, same. Uh, that's just a personal choice. That's, you know, your mileage may vary. I've always been a fan of the concept of the final strike, which was made popular by Mercedes Lackey, being how a wizard can take all, all the power that they pull out of the world, coalesce it, and then just not release it outwards, but inwards. D&D did something like that with a wizard staff. One of the mm-hmm. oldest things in the AD&D rules was that magical staves, you could destroy them in what was called a retributive strike. Yeah. It, would, it would 100% guarantee to consume you, but it would probably also consume a significant portion of the world that existed around you. Yeah. I I like those last guardian at the gates dying valiantly kind of kind of moments and I'm I'm willing to put a character into it. I will try to live <laughs> as much as possible, but there there are ways if 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 you die stupid, you you will feel bad. If if you die in a noble way, you you'll feel good. And it's it's going to be it's it's hard to to let go of a character, uh especially when you start getting up there in levels. I mean, you you've you know, I've played a character for four years once. And when he died, that sucked. That was a bad day for me. But it's it's also a chance to try something new. I don't care how invested you are. You can look around at your party and go, oh, they can do something cool. I wish I could do no, I'm doing this. All right. This is this is not just your 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 burial of your of your person. This is your chance to try something you haven't tried before. And I'm honestly really looking forward to the next character we're bringing forth into this campaign. It's, it's weird when, when your character doesn't fit and Abel didn't fit. And I think a lot of that was stuff I did because I chose to play a bog standard soldier in a fairly high powered game of riffs. Like there were glitter boys and dragons and cyanites. Now our, our, our team wasn't all that, like powerful, but we were against things that were. Yeah. And so as a player, I started looking for ways to improve my character. And I think the wall I ran into was Abel had too many hard and fast rules tailor built around him. The house rulings, you know, (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know if you can see it, but NPC is <laughs> laughing. Yeah, my grenade rules changed drastically thanks to Abel. <laughs> that and he had like this this luck thing. And while it while it is cool to be able to bring up your character, it also makes things harder for your DM. And I think we had kind of reached like this K value with Abel, and it was it was really time to to shrug him off and and try something new. I felt Abel seemed like he had a death wish going on. Uh, he did. It was on his character sheet. Okay, and it's one of his insanities. <laughs> death wish is an interesting one that is difficult to DM for because unless you're a GM who likes killing characters, it's you don't want to just flippantly kill the character but he's got the death wish there so you're trying to come up with like realistic situations that are also giving an avenue of escape in retrospect i should have just seen that as his willingness to die i i have regrets on the way that that went down but it's happened now so yeah don't don't feel bad about it he was a, a difficult character and when we rolled on that insanity table he got uh death wish and daredevil yeah. which made him just you know, an honorable lunatic is what he became. But I mean, if if you've ever, if if you're a new player and you're you're facing down an impossible situation and you might lose your character, don't get angry about it. That's that's a part of everyone's role playing game experience. N- none of these characters last forever. I heard a, a little known fact about the Forgotten Realms that was uh, retconned later, but like El- Elminster died in in the original campaign where they where they came up with the Forgotten Realms. And these are just things that, that, that happen, and it's, it's a part of the game, and you, you, have to, you have to make your peace and be comfortable with it. And don't forget, it's, it's always a chance to play something new, something you, you haven't done before. It's a chance to stretch yourself as a player. Actors don't want to get typecast. They're, they're terrified of that. They, wanna, they want to command a, a vast amount of roles to be able to bring everything they can to the stage. And as a player, that should also be your goal. You never want to be a one-trick pony. I've known players throughout my gaming career that literally were the one-trick pony. Like, they would only ever play a certain character, and if that character died, they wouldn't come back next with that character's next of kin who was almost identical to the previous character. And it's a joke that is made many times in gaming fiction. Like, literally in The Gamers Part 2, I think, it's... You know, the, the pile of infinite bards <laughs> that this guy made. Knights of the Dinner Table does a long <laughs> yeah. segment on that, too. But I, I agree. I don't think most people are like that. Well, I also don't want to dictate what you should be getting out of a role-playing game. Because if that's what you want to do, and that that's your form of escape, well, then, you know, just find yourself a group that's okay with that. But I, I think your underlying goal should be to think elastically and and try new things. So... Yeah, I mean, character death is not something to be feared. As long as as long as you can make it a good death, a heroic death, I I think it's it, it's just part of the overarching story. In any good story, characters die. Character death, from the perspective of the game master, it and it's it's the same. People sit down at a table to get different things out of the game, be they the player or the GM, and some GMs thrive in that combativeness the throwing adversity at them and like can they survive this <laughs> hope they don't and even i when i gm i pretend that you know 
whenever a new monster or enemy comes up and I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a 20 motherfucker. You know, I get into it, but I don't actually want to kill the characters unless I'm running a game like my own hammer crawl where that's the goal <laughs> in, in rifts. I don't want to do that. I want them to, I want the player to at least be able to feel the results of the investment that they put into creating the character. And sometimes depending upon the player, if a character dies, maybe they feel that they haven't quite received that, what do you call it? Uh, that reward from playing yet. So they're like, oh, I need a few more sessions with this character kind of thing. Or others, they're clearly tired of it and want something new. I mean, you know, you've always got the player who just wants to play a different character every two or three sessions, but you don't have to kill their characters. That's a whole other subject. Killing a character in a story-heavy game can have major consequences on the, the progress of that story. I've been running kind of a sandbox, so Abel's loss isn't the worst thing ever. I had put things in place for Abel to find specifically that I thought he would think was cool. But um, fortunately, I think those things will work equally well for the character that you're bringing in now. It's tough. It's sad. Killing a a player's character, you don't know how that's going to go down if it just happens when the dice are rolled. And I, I believe that if you're playing a game where there's hit points and, you know, wounds are on the table and you're using guns, and the game has a mechanic for death, then death should be something that everyone understands could happen. It's simply the terms of that. Like, when the hit points run out, does the group agree that they've died? Or does the group agree that they might come back captured or, you know, somewhere else or comatose or something? Like, how does the group want to handle that? And that's something you really should discuss in the first session where you sit down and talk about what you're going to play. I believe we actually did uh you you said that rifts earth was an incredibly lethal place and not to (laughs) pal around and be idiots kind of like we were in the beginning (laughs) i think every good story has an end and i think it's up to the player and the the gm to to make that ending memorable you never want to die because your endurance ran out and you were still swimming across the ocean that's a bad death (laughs) that's yeah, drowning deaths are just not yeah. fun. Unless it's like a dramatic drowning. Yeah. You know, like you're drowning because Tiamat is now holding you under the water or something. <laughs> yeah. Play your characters as as heroes. Even be they, you know, good aligned heroes or anti-heroes, but they they need to be mighty and they need to be memorable. And if the manner of their passing is memorable, it's a good passing. And it shouldn't be something to be regretted agreed yeah yeah so that, that's my little spiel on on character death do you uh do you have anything else you wanted to say about this yeah what i generally encourage in most games is to try and predict when it might happen and if you feel that a character's death is coming don't surprise the player with it I didn't feel that that was coming last time. So it was kind of a surprise to me. But if you feel that it is imminent, like if a, if a character is in a situation in the last session and you're like, man, there's no way that they can survive this. Or if they're heading for something that's clearly going to kill them or if they're, you know, they're a juicer and their time is running out. I think that it's generally a good idea to talk to the player in advance of the session and say, look, you probably won't survive this. 
how do you want to handle this? Yeah. And give them the option of that final action and, and make it so that, you know, their death isn't an ignoble loss. Yeah. Just remember, we're trying to do something larger than life here. Otherwise, we'd just be playing chores. And that's not fun. I don't think any Palladium games that I've ever read are really good with casual death. Like they seem to all have drama built into Mm -hmm. them. A big, larger than life, dramatic thing is happening in the game, in the world around. So typically if a death happens in one of those games, yeah, sure. The dice probably made it happen, but it's probably going to be memorable. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just try and try and play your character that way. Don't always rely on your DM or GM to, to get you there. Some of that's on you. If you're, if you're just sitting around waiting for something to happen, you know, the, you sound like the first one that the scouts for the invaders were, are going to take out, <laughs> you know, because you're not, you're not paying attention. And it could simply be that the GM's like, I need this player to do something. So they're the ones who's getting kidnapped or something. Yeah. You know, if you're ready to retire a character, I, I, you don't always have to die too. We had someone before us who was in two campaigns, effectively playing the same person. Yeah. As I understand. Yep. Uh, yeah. Scott. The doctor, the robot. Yeah. And uh, he just wasn't feeling it in, in our campaign and came back as someone who is uh, far more, far more active in mm-hmm. the, in the combats. So there is always the possibility that you don't have to jump off the cliff or into the dragon's mouth or, you know, pull that ripcord. You can just say, Hey, I'm staying at base and I'd like, this guy to to be me for next game i i become an npc i become a resource yeah and it's even better if you're running like an ensemble game where you have the players make multiple characters and just decide who they're sending out on which mission yeah now keep in mind none of this that i've said applies to npcs game of hammer crawl that's just a wood chipper (laughs) um... yeah that's a completely that's my DD clone of murder dungeons so, yeah, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway, that's that's pretty much all I had. Yeah, just don't fear death. Don't don't court it too much. But uh, if you if you do go, try and make it memorable, and certainly don't take it personally. It's it's a function of the game. Die gloriously. Yeah, die with honor. Mm. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Good night. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.